0: He's the CEO of Catholic Charities of Southern Missouri, Ken Palermo, the Lifehouse Crisis Maternity Home. She's almost there. Hi, Ken.
1: Good morning.
0: How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
0: Excellent. So, you are hiring people, I heard.
1: Yes, we are. We're in the midst of hiring staff for our new uh, Lifehouse Maternity Home. maternity crisis home there in Cape Girardeau. Uh, we're in the midst of that process right now. We're looking for folks who are interested in uh, the daily operations of providing care uh, to um, homeless pregnant women, along with some professional staff that kind of follow along the lines of mental health counseling and nursing services.
0: Okay. So how many women total are going to be able to stay there?
1: We will have a maximum capacity of 15, but it's important to note that while there might be 15 moms there, we'll have the constant... Um, uh, cycling of having newborns in the home. In addition, we can also house some siblings of each mom if it's necessary, um, given their family situation. So there could be an excess of 25 or 26 people
0: there. Yeah, so that costs a lot of money. So you guys have raised the money, you've built the center, and you're giving it the thumbs up and ready to go.
1: Yes, yes, we have. We've, we have a, a very significant um, and are very thankful for our donor base throughout the diocese, but particularly in the Cape Girardeau area in the southeast Missouri area. They've been very generous, and we've coupled that funding line along with some uh, federal grants and some state grants to make this project come to fruition.
0: Okay, and it's not like we don't have a proven record for this thing. It works pretty well in Springfield.
1: Yes, we have a 10-year history here. We just celebrated our 10-year history within the last few weeks. Uh, Over those 10 years, over 130 babies have been born, and we have many, many, many success stories of how we've helped rewrite the chapters for these women in need.
0: Just think, a lot of those babies would never have been born without you. Yes, yes,
1: yes. That makes my heart
0: jump at a wrong. It doesn't beat correctly when I talk about that. Um, Yes. So all these babies have a chance, and, and you help them get skills so that when they do leave, they can get a leg up.
1: Yes, yes. So not only are we there to help uh, with the birth and, and the immediacy afterwards, but we help to build life skills, everything from cooking skills to budgeting skills to job skills, everything we can do to provide wraparound services so that their successes that they've learned while being a resident of LifeHouse can continue throughout their lives.
0: And, you know, some people think that this is some sort of institutionalized thing where the girls go there and they have to follow these crazy rules and they almost have to be a nun or, you know, go through all these sorts of things in order to be perfect, blah, blah, blah. It's not like that at all.
1: No, it is not like that at all. We lead from a, a, a sense of humility and helping folks along when they need to the help. Um, we don't serve uh, people because they are Catholic. We serve people because we are, and we'll serve anyone of any faith uh, or denomination in helping them uh, essentially change their lives. We measure this, and lives changed, And as you kind of mentioned earlier, we've had 130 different impacts uh, over the past 10 years here, and we're going to bring those practices to bear there in Cape Girardeau.
0: Yeah. So so tell us how it works. when they When they come to the center, they come there, and they're like, Please help. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. I'm pregnant yeah. with this baby, yeah. but I've already got two kids. Where do I go? What yeah. do I do? Yeah, so
1: we're, we're working through some referral processes from partners there in Southeast Missouri. Uh, and once you have those referral process in place, when um, there is a need, uh, for, a, a, for instance, a homeless pregnant woman with or without other children, uh, we run through a screening process and an intake process and then find an opportunity for them to come into um, LifeHouse and then go on from there. They can stay with us up to a year after the birth of the baby, uh, and then after that, we have wraparound services that continue for up to a year or two after that to continue the successes that they learned while at LifeHouse.
0: Okay, so you literally are setting them up to change their lives, not just that yes, of their I children. Am. Okay, so yes. I I I keep finding myself wondering what it feels like when you're staying there. I mean, are you are you doing are you helping yes. take care of the house? Are you going to yes. classes? What's going on?
1: Yes. Great, great, great question. So um, it's relatively communal, although there are a, uh, individual living quarters. But they will learn how to cook together. They will learn how to live together. They will learn how to have their children interact with each other as a way to build a societal skills that are as applicable outside the lifehouse setting as they are within the lifehouse setting. So um, it's very much a group, a family type centered uh, effort.
0: Okay, so they learn how to cook, they learn how to clean, they learn how to take care of themselves and their children before they are released into society to have to do it on their own. Yes. Okay, because you know know that saying you always hear, children learn what they live? Um, Yes. Even if the kids have gone through some kind of hell before they they get there, if if their mother's been um, homeless and they've been in cars or tents or whatever the case may be, this gives them a little bit of a change of attitude, too.
1: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. We are uh, a trauma informed, uh, care agency. So all of our staff have been through trauma informed care training, uh, and we recognize what those traumas may have been, um, in either the, the siblings lives or the mom's lives. And we, uh, establish understanding what those traumas were and then move forward from there to learn, um, how to learn what the coping skills are going to be. That they can apply those while in lifehouse and also while they're outside a lifehouse.
0: Yeah, some of them are going to be so stinking grateful just to have somewhere to be that they're not going to believe it when they get there. But they do have to yes. act. A, they do have to act right when they're there.
1: Yes, they do. Yes, they they have to uh, uh, submit to uh, regular um, screenings uh, for substance use. Uh, they have to participate in different skills training. Uh, it is not simply come in and sit and wait for the birth of a child and then move on. No, there are, there are daily activities along with uh, a number of these women. They also work. So we uh, assist with uh, getting child care, um, and then they run as if this is just It's their home, and they mm-hmm. treat it like their home, uh, and the participation is required to be a member of the home.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not like a safe house. That's not what this is. This is a place where women can go so they have the option of keeping their baby, which sometimes isn't an option when you're on the streets. Correct,
1: yes, yes. And and you're right, it is not, it's not not a, a safe house per se. However, um, it is a secure location in the fact that a lot of times those um, former outside influences, we need to provide a barrier so those influences don't come into the
0: facility. Yeah, and you got to remember that Sometimes people who are homeless are there because of mental illness. Do you have help with that, too?
1: Yes. Yeah, matter of fact, right now we are recruiting for a mental health counselor. Uh, we hope to have one on staff because, uh, as we already know, that a lot of times when it comes to life circumstances, addressing mental health concerns is one of the foundational aspects of uh, providing for a successful life.
0: Yeah. So there are a lot of different things they've thought of, and they've done trial and error for 10 years in Springfield, so it's not like they're starting fresh and don't know what they're doing. So what's what's the drop-dead open date?
1: The drop-dead open date right now is tentatively the first week of April. Um, as wow. we're working through the, the throes of finishing up construction, there's been a, a few points you need to go back and reconsider, but we're looking at the first week of April, yes.
0: Okay. And how many staff are you looking for?
1: Um right now we're looking for six care support staff. those are staff involved in daily operations uh, and being there to work with our uh, our residents. and then we're also looking for uh, a registered nurse to provide some nursing and education along with a mental health counselor.
0: Okay, and then the baby doesn't ha- or the mom doesn't have the baby there. she goes to a health facility.
1: Correct. yes. yeah, we have partnerships with local hospitals, yes.
0: All right. Somebody just asked if a mom can deliver the baby and then not want to keep it, and you help find adoptive parents. Is that a thing? Yes.
1: Yes. That, that has happened in the past. I don't know the exact number, but yes, we can, we can assist with those needs.
0: Okay. So there really isn't anything you're not prepared for?
1: No. We like to think so. Yeah. However, we always try to be nimble based on circumstances, so well, trust, we respond to each individual's needs.
0: Trust Cape Girardeau to throw you a curveball at some point. It's coming. <laughs> I already know, so okay. it'll it'll happen. Um, but it does sound like the prayer answered for a lot of women who are expecting. And yes, uh, without it, there there weren't a lot of options.
1: Yes, that that's exactly uh, exactly accurate. And like I said, we have a ten-year history here in Springfield of successes. Um, we're looked to nationally from other organizations who want to build on our model. So the steps we're taking there in Cape Girardeau are definitely going to further our mission um, and provide um, that respite um, and and off ramp to life circumstances for these women in need.
0: Now, there are a lot of other places that will help you with counseling and getting diapers and, you know, all those sorts of things. And they are all very good and necessary. But this is an, actually a, a, a place to go to live and stay and deliver your baby and learn how to make it on the outside without continuing the bad behaviors that may have gotten you to where you are in the first place. So hopefully um, you don't see the same face several times and you have to go through the motions several times. But I doubt you'll say no to them, right?
1: Oh, no. We would not say no. No.
0: Okay. All right. Well, how do people get more information if they'd like to either give you a donation or if they need help?
1: Sure. I would direct you to our website, which is ccsomo.org. That's ccsomo.org. Or if there's interest, I will leave you with a contact number for me, which is my direct line, which is 314-882-2410, and I'd be happy to direct folks to... um, Uh, Get their questions answered.
0: He's the CEO of Catholic Charities of Southern Missouri. Ken Palermo should be about April when our beautiful center opens in beautiful downtown Cape Girardeau. It's got a lovely view of the river, and it's going to be a very cathartic and nice place for women who just need some help. Because guys, you don't know what it's like to have a human growing inside you. And feel like you're either not worthy or you don't know where to go. Now they have some place. This is awesome. Yes. Ken, We've thank you. Lives. You yes. do. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye.